This podcast was recorded on the freaking floor. <laughs> Welcome back to 20s and where to find them. I'm G. And I'm Lena. And this is a podcast about navigating the best and the worst period of your life. Your 20s. Join us as we discuss personal stories, lived experiences, and chat to you and others about this wild part of life. Woo! (laughs) Welcome back to 20s and where to find them. It's nice to be here. Is that what we're called? I can't remember. It's been so long. (laughs) We took a bit of a break. Yeah, like for a bit and then for a bit longer. Um, And now we're inside my house. On the floor. Yep, on the floor. Um, And it's a different house to before. That's part of why we took a break. I had to move suddenly and life just got really busy. I don't don't have the house excuse. (laughs) I just have life got busy. Yeah. Um, and this is not a full-time job, believe it or not. No, it surprising, man. No money, so <laughs> life, um, yeah, just went on and we took a little break, but we're back and we're slightly rebranded, but also the same. So we're a little bit different, but also exactly the same. So, so hopefully that's fun yeah. for you all. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I think we're still here talking about our 20s. Um, maybe we have more content now from the break and <laughs> life being a bit messy. Um, but we're back and um, hopefully bringing you joy. Yeah, because this brings me joy. Yeah. I've, I've really missed I've missed this. it. Yeah. yeah, I agree. Well, how about you start us off with telling us your top three highlights of the past? How long has it been? Like four months? Like months. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um. Ugh. I have to think. Yeah, I thought about this in the car. (laughs) (laughs) Much more prepared than me. It's very exposing. Well, I think a big highlight, I went to Bali with my, one of my closest friends for a week. Um, That was really nice. That was really special. She lives um, in a different state to me now. So it's really nice to get to spend like quality time with um, someone that you don't get to see as often anymore and and also it'd be a holiday and it was also warm which was nice that is nice <laughs> we like that we like it we like another top one would probably be honestly like getting settled into the new place I think mm. it took us a while to get like set up and it was such like a sudden change that was not expected or necessarily what we thought we wanted but I'm really enjoying the new location I can walk to work and like I'm really enjoying everything being so walking distance and yeah I'm feeling making this feel like a home I think it took a while but it's there which is like definitely a highlight and can I just say that G's apartment looks (laughs) a lot nicer than mine and I've lived in my apartment for longer than G's lived in her new place and it's just it's very humbling (laughs) yeah yeah Uh, it was a bit of a project but I'm glad we got there good oh and one more hmm, one more um I think I have I don't know so much has happened but also nothing <laughs> like I was looking at my um like photo reel whatever it's called on your on your camera on your phone the other day and I was like have little I have little albums for each yeah. year set up that I just like dump 
like little memories into. And I was like, man, I have not added to mine very much this winter. Like I went on holidays for a week in early at the start of winter. But then like, I think since then, like moving honestly took like a month to just sort of organize everything. So it wasn't like very social and stuff. And I was like, oh, my little photo reel looks kind of empty in like july and august so maybe maybe you can go and i'll i'll keep thinking okay um my top highlights of the last few months have been it's a lot harder than one would expect i thought Um, you prepared them i thought about it in the car and i thought about this exact moment in time where i would be like i don't know um i have more low lights than i do highlights as sad as that sounds (laughs) Um, no, I, during the school holidays for the winter break, I went to a cabin in the middle of nowhere, Mm. um, with my friend for her birthday. And that was really nice to just have a week of the school holidays where we just read and had really magical baths, Mm. not together, but separately, (laughs) (laughs) um, viewing the nice outdoors area. It was my dream bathroom. Um, and we went on hikes in the nearby forests and, yeah, it was just really nice to escape to the country for a mm. week and unplug a fair bit. So I guess that was a highlight. It's made me think of my next one. <laughs> oh, well, there you go. Can I jump See? back in and go finish? on. Yes. Um, I think it made me think of two. Um, so I'm just going to say them fast in the same sentence. I also went on like a little getaway with a group of friends to the country. It was really wholesome. We stayed in like a converted barn. It was beautiful and very luxy and a really cute weekend. And then my last speedy extra one is I got a new tattoo and one of that, well, tattoos, plural, and one of them is matching with a friend as well. So it's nice. That is nice. Yeah. And that leads me, oh, that's actually leads on to my one where I also got tattoos on my fingers. I got nice little finger tattoos, um, which I believe just make my fingers look a lot witchier than (laughs) they already currently are. Um, So that's number two. And number three. I would say is that I started trapeze finally Mm. after putting it on my list of goals uh, in 2023. I started trapeze and I am officially a person that flies. (laughs) (laughs) That's very cool. Do you get to do trapeze performance? Do you do a showcase? Can I see? No, I don't know if there's a showcase. I should look into that, but that's scary. I don't know if I want anyone to ever see me jump (laughs) off a platform and make a fool of myself. Is it hard to jump off? No, jumping off is the easy part. Yeah. It's the pulling yourself up onto the bar mm. and doing all these like fun tricks in the air that's hard and it's cool. hard on your hands as well yeah i can imagine yeah so cool yeah so yeah there you have it folks top three highlights of the past few months even though we've said it's been very busy yeah <laughs> we've struggled it's just been one of those things where it's just being life busy though and just like kind of boring adult busy yeah um which yeah. is also fine it's fine it's but, life. Yeah, it's life. <laughs> we are announcing something very exciting. Yes. Um, so in the last few months, we've had a bit of time to think about where we want to go with this podcast and how we want to arrange things to make it more um, work-life balance for the both of us. And so we decided... And also hopefully fun for you Fun for as you well. as well. <laughs> and more um, coherence between yeah. each episode. Um, so we've come up with the idea... Well, we've come... I say we. G's come up with the idea... <laughs> To do a little mini series um, of five episodes. Yeah, so yeah. there'll be like five thematic episodes, I guess. So, That's like, fantastic. we'll still be bringing you lots of content around 
your 20s and unpacking thoughts, feelings, experiences, etc. And like still interacting with you and hearing from you and still talking to guests every now and then as well. But we wanted to package them up kind of nicely in a neat little bow and be like, you know what? These five episodes are going to be focused on this particular topic. Mm. Um, For example, our first one is going to be focused on friendships, which is something we've heard from a lot of people that is a big transition part of your 20s and like just something that really shapes the whole whole thing from. And it's so different across like your early 20s and your mid 20s and your late 20s. Um, So we wanted to start there. Um, I know we've spoken about friendships before, um, but yeah, this will hopefully be the first little mini-series. We hope you like it, Um, and basically will consist of us dropping a few episodes on different topics within the mini-series topic, and also talking to some people who have different experiences to us, or different knowledge, or um, like a cool story uh, that fits into that too, and yeah, we hope you like it. Yeah. So enjoy! Yeah! Yay! it's the first of a couple of exciting rebrandy sort of things for you that have been playing along since the start. Then there'll be a couple of changes, but um, also if you're new, this is a really good good spot to jump right in. Yeah, gives you a little yeah. bit more background on and who welcome. we are as people. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, maybe we should start there. Actually, I know it's a little off script, but maybe just assuming that this is like a good spot for people to 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 join us, to mm. put us in our their ears for the first time and in the spirit of friendship as well. Maybe we should do a slight uh, reintroduction of ourselves and how we know each other and yeah. why we're doing this podcast, etc. Etc. <laughs> okay. Well, I'm Lena. Mm. Uh, I'm the one in this podcast that just goes along for the ride. (laughs) And you'll notice as time goes on and we do our recommendations that uh, I never have the smart recommendations. I just say dumb things like cold showers and go on a walk. And G always has really great Melbourne recommendations or books or movies. And I'm just like, yay. (laughs) Um, But we met while we were working through uni at a leisure centre. And um, we've been friends ever since. And I think COVID brought us a lot closer. We used to go on little walks um, on Wednesday mornings before both of us started work. And um, we'd grab a little coffee. And then we would talk about the most random things. And we would always talk about what can we do after lockdown. And we'd talk about our big plans for the future. And that was always nice to just get out of that lockdown mindset to be fair yeah um and then g started dating one of my best friends and so here we are in their apartment yeah 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 that's nice except for the part where you put yourself down i don't like that i think your recommendations complement mine beautifully i think we bring different things to the table and that's something i like about our friendship a lot and um Including, you know, and not not to bring myself down either, but like you are so like beautifully dressed and done up, and I'm like here, like in my fucking trackies and just lounging around. But Lena is always like the person I go to for like help. I need to buy makeup. <laughs> I don't know what to buy. Please take me shopping and make me pretty. Um, and she's done my makeup for lots of things, and 
I always like that part of our friendship as well. But I think, yeah, you said it really nicely. We got a lot closer in COVID and I think um, it reinforced to me that we have a lot of the same kind of ways of thinking about things and we have a lot of really meaningful, lovely conversations. And so then this year we both sort of were like, you know, I've always wanted to do a podcast. Why don't we just talk about the things that we talk about anyway? But on a mic and share it with people and hopefully talk to some other people that are kind of cool and interesting and yeah that's kind of how we got here and I hope you like it. I think this episode it was mostly it's a kind of just like a welcome back mm. and we just wanted to give you a few updates and stuff but um, in the spirit of this new structure as well we did want to um, start talking about friendship and the guests this will just be a bit of like a general episode we'll just talk about a few things that we have in our mind on our brain on our brain <laughs> on our on on yeah on our brains on our brains <laughs> about this topic um and yeah introduce a couple of new segments mm. as well so yeah cool well i'll kick us off yeah um what this sounds so clinical mm-hmm. but what does friendship mean to you and more specifically what do you reckon is the role that it's played throughout your 20s and has it changed at all well the oxford dictionary defines <laughs> <laughs> nah, i'm kidding this is what happens when g makes the show notes and i don't know how to segue into smooth natural conversation <laughs> mm. <laughs> um ooh, especially i think it's a harder question to answer than, like, it sounds. I guess, like, you know, there is, like, a general definition of friendship around, like, it's someone that you trust and someone that is nice to you <laughs> and, like, someone that you want to spend time with and, and do things with. Um, but I think at the heart of it, I guess, like, all my really solid friendships, whether they're sort of, like, old or new is probably around and deeply connected over, like, there are people I can go to with problems and there are people I can go to with joy. So they're things they're the people that I want to share my good news with and they're the people I want to ask for help to solve things and problems and bad news with. Mm. Yeah. That's so beautifully put. <laughs> I really like that. Thanks. I'm in the same boat. I agree with that. I agree with that definition of friendship. Thank you very yeah. much. Case closed. Done. Done. Podcast over. <laughs> and what role do you reckon it's played in your 20s? Um, Maybe if we compare it to um, early 20s versus like now. Yeah. I was going to say, I think it's like really different. I think my very early 20s, like 20 and then 21, I went through like a major life milestone um, where like I broke up with the boy I'd been dating with dating with (laughs) dating throughout high school um and we had a lot of the same friends and that they were the friends that we had from school and I think back now and those friendships are so shallow and like they're not or most of them I have a I'm still friends with two of those people from that part of my life but other than that, like, they're just at the end of the day when I had something that was really tough to go through, just didn't end up being the people that I could count on. Mm. And that was a really big shift for me. So I think 
from that point onwards. I think the people that I've let into my life in a close capacity have been people that I feel much more like deeply connected to. They're less the people that I like go out drinking and partying with, which has never really been like a huge part of my life anyway. But I think they're more people that I could go for a walk with in when there was nothing else to talk about in the world. Yeah. And still find things to talk about and still share a lot of the same values. Um, And, you know, like, that makes me sound like I I don't have fun with my friends. (laughs) Like, I still do fun things. And I definitely have some friends that I'm probably more of, like, my doing friends and I'll go and do activities with them. Um, And we maybe have, like, common interests more than... um, And that's, like, a uniting factor for us. But... Mm. And then there are people that I might just talk to and then there are obviously people that are both um but yeah I think mostly that I think my friendships now become more about like values and deep connection than just who do I see often and do things with yeah 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 that makes a lot of sense yeah how about you I think I count myself as very lucky in terms of after high school all the friendships that I kept were Mm. quite strong and I'm still friends with a lot of people that I met straight after high school Mm. I didn't make any friends during my bachelor's I'd like (laughs) to make case in point didn't make any friends (laughs) these were they were friends but they were like circumstantial Mm. friends like you'd see them for one class at uni and then that's it yeah Um, which I think is all part of the process (laughs) um but my one high school friend, I'm still really close friends with her. Mm. Um, every friendship I've made from my master's beyond, mm. the ones that I've wanted to keep around have like fostered into really positive and beautiful people. Yeah. Because for me, it was very important to have friends that were my support system considering mm. I didn't have family here. Yeah. Yeah, I think I was going to touch on that. I think that's something I've experienced later in my 20s, whereas that was like a defining feature of your early Mm. 20s. But I think that's also like a key thing that happens in your 20s is your friends start to become your family. And I've heard people describe it before as your 20s can be this really unique part of your life in terms of friendship, where your friends are your family. They're the people that sometimes people even choose to like celebrate Christmas with or um, you know, your birthday and they're the people that you like support you in a crisis, like physically and mentally. Um, and that's like traditionally a role that your family's played when you're a child. And then, but your twenties are also often before you have your own family unit of like, you know, in a pretty heteronormative sense of just like, you know, a partner and your own offspring doesn't isn't usually what people are doing in their 20s so your friends fill that role for a lot of people which I think is really beautiful yeah (laughs) I think so too yeah Yeah. and I think that leads a nice segue actually Mm. to the next part which is something that you struggle with Mm. in your 20s because for me and I had a chat with this um with my housemate temporary housemate Laura Mm -hmm. last night when I was talking to her about this episode about how friendship groups change a lot as well during Mm. your 20s because you move to different situations all the time like you move from uni to work to part-time jobs like you just there's a lot of circumstantial friendships yeah and um I think your immediate friendships change a lot yeah but then you have your core friends and I think that's something I've struggled with 
in my year overseas last year was mm. like I had a lot of friends they were my immediate friends because they were the people I would talk to because they were right there yeah in Montreal whereas my core friends were back in Melbourne mm. and it was really hard for me to make that distinction between the two friendships yeah it's something I have next to no experience with because I have lived in the same city for my whole life um but I have heard that from like you and from other friends that have moved overseas or interstate and like I one of my old housemates she was from the UK and so it was sort of a similar boat it's like can be really hard to move somewhere and make you might make really beautiful friends but you also have that deep connection Mm. to a people that are in a different time zone to you or a different physical place and that can be like a big challenge as well yeah but I also think something really beautiful about that and reassuring too like I remember when you were overseas last year we would still catch up almost as frequently we would just it would just look different we were just going for a walk and you weren't physically next to me but we would talk as if we like we still talked about the same things yeah, exactly um and i didn't feel like you were someone that could no longer give me support if i mm. needed it and vice versa it just required a little bit more effort to arrange yeah when exactly yeah yeah and i think it's safe to say and i was talking to this with my other friends and i was like i think now i'm at a point in my life where the friends that i have I see them in my long-term future. Mm. I think I've developed some really like core friendships that will be there in 10 years time, wherever we might be in 10 years time. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that's something I've, I always felt and sometimes do still feel like insecure about because I don't have a lot of close friends that are also really long friends. Like Mm. I have my closest friends are people I've met in my twenties versus there are some people out there that have their closest friend is someone they've grown up with or that they met when they were like 13 or 15 Mm. um and I don't have that and I think that can be portrayed like in popular culture your closest friends are also like your longest friends and so it can be kind of Mm. uncomfortable when that's not your reality uh, in just like a you know silly no, I get that. Way. I also have had that. I'm like, I'm not yeah. friends with any. Well, I am still <laughs> friends, but they're not my like close friends. Yeah, but I think you're right. That's a really nice way of saying it too. Of like the people I do have in my life now, they're the people I see still being in my life in ten years, and it might not be that I see them every day, or I might only see some of them like once a year or something. But there'd still be people that I could call and have a good conversation with. Yeah, and I see that in like adults in my life like my mum has friends from her 20s that live in different parts of the world or the country and they still talk and see each other and they would still call each other close friends it just looks different different yeah yeah what role do you hope that your friendships keep playing going into the the back end of your 20s (laughs) um Look, to be fair, I still hope for that massive support that I get from my friends. I mm. think for me, support in my friendships is really important. Yeah. Um, vice versa, like a reciprocal support, mm. obviously. Um, 
because I think it's really important when you move into different stages of life, like say you get a partner or say, I don't know, you move overseas or yeah. um, you get a pet. I don't know. <laughs> um, it's important to still have different networks of people that you can rely upon um, and not just be comfortable with whoever's in your close proximity. So I hope that my future friendships that I currently have now, they evolve into something even stronger and more and more people that are at the core of who I am as well. Um, So yeah, because I don't, one of my biggest fears is getting a partner one day Mm. and they become... Full stop. (laughs) 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 Getting a partner one day and they becoming my world. Like I Mm. don't want that person to be my my only support system yeah and so I hope that my friendships continue to be a part of who I am and continue to I don't know I guess be there for me Mm. when I need them to be for different things whatever that might be yeah I think the fact that you're like so aware of that means that that will always be the case because I think a lot of times when people end up with their partner just being everything it's often they're not aware that you should still be looking to friends for different things to your partner. Um, but yeah, that's a really beautiful, profound answer. Oh, I thank you. <laughs> I'm going to give a slightly more shallow answer. Well, it's about time. <laughs> it's about time. That's okay. You'll make up for it in the recommendations. <laughs> um, I think I'm going to give a two part of an answer. My right. first one is shallow. I think I still have this like quite, um, influenced by popular culture kind of idea that like it will be really nice when you know all of my friends start having babies or we all start doing whatever happens next and that we all just do it at the same time and then you're all just like you know still doing life together and it's exciting and you're you know going on holidays together or whatever it looks like I think that's like still like in my head I'm like that'll be so fun it's achievable (laughs) I don't think it's like far-fetched at all yeah or you know so live in a commune i'm kidding um, <laughs> but also that'd be kind of fun a little community yeah, of george's friends that's right <laughs> could have a veggie garden in the middle <laughs> and a sh- chickens chickens i've always wanted chickens some fresh eggs <laughs> yeah <laughs> and yeah and the chickens anyway enough about the chickens <laughs> but <laughs> i think <laughs> My other answer, my more serious answer is is similar to you. I think I hope that the friendships I have now at at the core, you know, that the people that I count as my sort of like core people, I hope that they are in my life for a really, really long time. And that I think going into this later part of the 20s, which is often, you know, the start of different life stages Mm. for people or you know just like quite a lot of variance in what people are doing I think I hope that it doesn't matter what people are doing that the values that I share with those really core people will be strong enough that we still support each other and love and care about each other yeah yeah and like it's kind of exciting as well it is exciting yeah like I'm so excited for I'm just going to keep using the 10-year example. <laughs> For in 10 years' time to be wherever we are, um, say you and Sam are married, mm. I don't know, and I get to pop around for dinner. <laughs> and it's kind of like, not it won't be the same as it used to be, but it'll still be 
quite like, ah, you know what? Look at us go. Yeah. That's right. And I think it's still that thing of like, I consider my closest friends and like you're one of them, like as an extension of family. And like, I don't have heaps of siblings and stuff. So people... You don't have any siblings. Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> that is full stop. I don't have any siblings. <laughs> I, yeah, I forgot about that. <laughs> I don't have a, a lot. Zero is not a lot. <laughs> don't have heaps of siblings. Yeah, I mean, zero is is not a lot. I'm not factually wrong. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Um, because I don't have any <laughs> siblings, which is the same as not a lot, <laughs> zero is less than ten. And, you know, I would say ten is a lot, zero being the, the minimal amount of not a lot. Anyway, because I, I don't have any siblings, I hope that my friends continue to play that kind of role where, like, you will do my makeup for me and teach me how to be pretty. <laughs> or, like, you know, that they will, if we have families, that they'll, like, help support and, like, you know, be a part of, like, each other's families going forward as well and, like, still have dinner and things. Um, and, yeah, but I also think, like, change is, like, the, the one constant of life. Mm. And going completely full circle going away for a week with one of my closest friends who no longer lives in the state with me was really reassuring that distance matters far less I think the older you get and the the deeper those friendships are because like I was quite nervous I was like oh no what if like I'm not as fun anymore or like what if she has cooler friends than me now and just like oh my god you're just such a nerd. Why am I hanging out with her for a week? This is so annoying. But it wasn't like that at all. And I was just being sort of neurotic me. And those thoughts were just so invalid because it was fine. Mm. We just picked up where we left off. We still talked about the same things and we supported each other and we had fun and we laughed. And I think that's really beautiful. And I hope that I keep making space in my life for that going forward too because mm. I think life can get very full and very busy but I hope I have special space for people special space special space <laughs> but I think you're because you're aware of it you will I, I think so. yeah so I do get very sleepy though <laughs> it's okay don't we all this is why we go to bed at 9 p.m <laughs> oh amen I need friends like that more of them because we all have a sleepover but we go to bed at 9 9 p.m i would attend that sleepover (laughs) i would attend and then we get up and go for a fun walk in the morning i was gonna say a morning swim but yeah i mean yeah at the beach and then get a coffee Mm -hmm. and it's not even like 9 a.m yet and you watch the sunrise beautiful where is those slumber parties i know sign me up it's more of a stay at my house and then do a great morning routine (laughs) absolutely (laughs) But, you know, you can wear fun pyjamas. Yeah. Take the pyjamas to the beach with you. We touched on this a little bit, but I guess... Mm. I know we've both said that support is a really big value of ours. Yeah. Like a central value of our friendships. What would you say is another one for you? I think authenticity. Mm, Good one. I think, like, the older I get, 
I think, and this stems from having like similar values as your friends, but I think the older I get, the more I want my friends to just show up as they are. Like I don't want, and the more I want to be able to do that with my friends. Like I don't want to have to put on makeup to go have dinner with you. Mm. I want to, if I want to, I can, and that's great, but I don't want to have to feel like I have to make an effort to be accepted for who I am. I don't want to feel like I have to fit in and be cool Mm. I just want to be myself mm. and I want my friends to feel like they can do that with me too. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think actually that's the one I was going to say. As well. um, <laughs> maybe that's why we're friends. Oh my God. <laughs> I think it's really important. And I think I struggle with this one a fair bit sometimes depending mm. on the situation I can be put in, but I can also blame that on past trauma, but we can talk about that <laughs> in another episode. But it's really scary being your authentic self. I think it's yeah. quite raw and it's hard I well I would say it's hard to find people who will be so accepting of it Mm. especially when you don't have any practice in being your authentic self and you feel like you kind of got a mold to whatever you think is expected of you absolutely I think we're all victim to the cool girl yeah you know whatever that is the cool girl vibe that we all got taught to be like you know to give like no fucks and always look hot but yeah but when in reality (laughs) like and being your authentic self is the good and the bad and the ugly yeah that's right it's nice that you say that that's something you struggle with I find that interesting because I think knowing you for the last like I don't know five or six years that we've been friends I think it's something I've seen you grow into so much and it's something that you're probably the person I now think of as being their most authentic self all the time. Like, you do it so well, like, in every part of your life. And I think that that, in this modern age, is rare for people. Like, I see you be yourself on your Instagram. And I think I see so many people that I know deeply or shallowly. (laughs) But, um not be themselves and me included I think I it's easy to fall like trap into like posting a a post or a story and be like oh I'll play up how cool I am Mm. when you're like oh I'm a fucking nerd (laughs) (laughs) like my article about the mushrooms being deadly like everybody have a read of this yeah and or just like I like you know you post like your lists of things that like have made you happy in the week mm. and stuff. And I think that's so vulnerable, but also so authentic. And it's really cool. Oh, so I just wanted Jean. to pay you that compliment. Thank you. For all the story, everybody should be like Lena. That's right. That is what I said. <laughs> in their own way. In they their should, own way. They should be authentically themselves. themselves. That's right. That's the main takeaway of this. Yes. I like the hair flip. I wish Thank I had you. videoed that. Yeah. That kind of is the, the the end of the big section. Yeah. Being the most of the episode. Yeah. <laughs> but we also want to start an advice section. We do. Um, and we're not going to pretend that we got any advice questions. Why not? I'm going to ask for advice right now. Oh, are you going to ask no. for advice? <laughs> okay, go on. Hit me. What is your advice question of the week? <laughs> 
uh, I don't know. <laughs> no, but we want to start giving advice. Okay. It's unsolicited. We are not professionals <laughs> in any way, shape, or form. Wait, I think unsolicited is the r- wrong wrong term. I think that means no one asked. Well, actually, no one did <laughs> ask so far. But hopefully, eventually, someone will ask. And then we'll be here. And then we'll be here giving you our giving advice. Giving you our advice. Based on our own personal anecdotes yeah um, and thoughts and feelings and no qualifications at all so besides if you do have irrelevant actual... master's degrees to this topic correct <laughs> <laughs> so if you do need any sort of um help please seek a professional advice because yeah. uh it's not us no but we'll give you friend advice friend advice we'll big sister friends in your ears I like that. Yeah. Friends in your ears. We should have that. That should be a song. Oh, no. Friends in your ears. You can work. You also don't have a master's in music. I did play the clarinet, though. Did you? When I was in year 12. So I am musically inclined. Okay. Well, you can bring your clarinet next time and write us a theme song. You want to put that training to good use? Anyway, we thought, even though we don't have anyone asking for advice because we haven't talked to you for over four months, we thought we'll do a demonstration of how this would work in theory. And if you like it, then maybe you can give us an actual question to ask. In teaching, we call that a worked example. Yes. So this is our worked example of what an advice section from us would look like. And if you're still listening to this part, thank you. Because I've already lost faith in my advice. But you're going to get some anyway. I'm having a great so time. Can you pretend that you're a listener <coughs> that has advice? Can, and also, your advice will be anonymized, or your name, sorry, your question will be anonymized if you write it in. Um, and you don't have to say it verbally, you can do it however you like to communicate. Yes. Just maybe not telepathically, because we're not there yet. <laughs> I'm trying really hard. We're just not there yet. We don't no. have a master's in that either. <laughs> if anyone does have one, man, I'm really interested to learn. But don't tell it to us telepathically. Yeah. All, All right. right. So. Am I asking? Yeah, you've okay. written into the show. Okay, I've written into um, the show. What's your name? I thought we weren't giving names. I'm anonymous. Well, yeah, but you're anonymous. <laughs> Your pseudonym? Lola. Lola. Well, Lola has asked us for some advice, Lena. <laughs> Could you please read out Lola's question? Um, how do you know when you're giving too much to a friendship? Oh, that's a good question, Lola. <laughs> thanks, for, thanks for getting in contact. We always love to hear from our listeners, especially the ones that are real people <laughs> like Lola. So, Lola, sounds like lately you've been giving too much to a friendship, and that's why you've asked us for advice, <laughs> I'm guessing. Oh, we're going for a real agony yeah. feeling. Yeah. Okay. Um, and we're, it's a pleasure to give some. I think, oof, would you like to kick us off, Lena, and help Lola out? <laughs> yeah. oh, it's a very serious question. I really shouldn't mm. be laughing. Um... I think when you start to become resentful, I think when you've got that feeling of resentment or you start to feel like you know what to expect from 
a certain situation, like you're kind of expecting them to react a certain way. You're expecting them to feel a certain way when you say something, um, when you know that if you don't do something for them, they would have a hissy fit. Mm. Um, I think that's when you know that you're giving too much. And also when it's not reciprocated, when like you always, you're always the one reaching out to make plans and they're not giving you, they're not meeting you halfway. That's happened to me a fair bit. Mm. Um, yeah. Yeah. I would say when you walk away from your interactions, Mm. feeling blah. Yeah. And feeling less. I think, you know, this is coming from an extroverted perspective where most of my interactions with people I find lift me up. And they make me feel energized and good. But the times that I've felt like a friendship was taking more from me than it was lifting me up, I would walk away from those interactions and be like, ah, kind of sucked. (laughs) Or like, I just feel more depleted than I feel energized. And I think if that's your repetitive feeling from interacting with someone... That was that is a friend. I'd say that's like a, a big sign for mm. me, like a big flag. Um, along with all the stuff you said as well of like, if it's very one sided, and because I, I think you know friendships are like give and take, and I think there's some swings and roundabouts and any other metaphor I can think of, but they're like, you know, they're not always going to be even. I think sometimes you will be in a situation where you're giving more to someone if they're going through. A particularly difficult time or you know you're playing that support role more but usually it comes back or there's a, a feeling you can tell someone's appreciating that but I think in terms of Lola it sounds like she is maybe feeling like the person isn't um aware that the effort is more on mm. her so yeah, yeah. it's it's a tricky one and then also bringing that conversation up is a whole other can of worms because you also got to weigh out the pros and cons of if you have that conversation with them how are they going to react to it Mm. and I think as well sometimes kind of leading like kind of linked to link to this question of like when to know when do you know to walk away from a friendship and I think if you feel like they would walk away from that friendship and you'd be okay about it Mm. that's a telltale sign that that friendship is no longer any use to you yeah Yeah, I think so. And I think you can also, like, do a bit of trial and error with that. And, like, you can give some space to that person. Mm. And if you're always the one that's initiating things and you're going, coming away from those interactions feeling depleted and, like, you're not being listened to or you haven't, you know, got... Not that, like, friendship is completely transactional, but that you haven't got a good feeling out of it and enjoyed yourself, I think you can take some distance and just maybe you don't initiate things for the next month and then wait and see if they do or wait and see if you really miss the person and then maybe try again. Yeah. Um, Yeah. I think that's what I have been doing actually with a, with a friend. Oh, oh. (laughs) so maybe I'm Lola. Maybe you are Lola. (laughs) Oh, juicy gosh. You're going to tell me this off air. (laughs) Hmm. Thank you for listening to, um, what was my theme song? Friends in your ears. Yes, that, that's right. <laughs> I was like, what theme song? 
It was so bad that I blocked it from my memory. <laughs> but yeah, thanks for listening to <laughs> Friends in Your Ears. Mm. Uh, <laughs> let's do some recommendations. Yay. Your favorite part. My of this. favorite part. <laughs> Okay, now I think I've already recommended Eat Club, now that I think about it. I've never I? heard you say that in my I have life. not? Okay, no. well. What is Eat Club? Fun. Eat Club. Oh my god, gee, Eat Club. Mm. Okay, Eat Club is a wonderful app that was, I think, designed by someone in Melbourne, actually. Um, and it's available all over the world, FYI. And it gives you nearby restaurants that have deals on takeaway and dine-in oh, food. Oh, yeah. Um... And so you can get as much as like 40% off your takeaway meal or your dining meal, depending on what the deal Mm. is. Um, And now they've introduced a drinks section so you can have local bars that also are participating in it. Uh, So you get percentage off um, the drinks if you, you know, reserve through their app. And it's just a really great way to, one, save money in Mm. a great increasingly inflated economy mm-hmm. and um two you're supporting local which yeah. i really really do they love. get a cut of the they stuff. do get a cut yeah, yeah that's good i like that i haven't heard of that but i am deep into my coupon lady era so um i'm gonna order takeaway tonight so um so i'm gonna try it yes. thank you for that that no was worries. a very intelligent useful practical recommendation yay thank you. it only took more than half a year <laughs> no all of your recommendations have been good, except the cold showers. I don't want to have one of those. Mine is less practical, but uh, fun. Mm-hmm. Um, I have been watching with Sam, he's never seen it before, Murder... Oh, Only Murderers in the... Oh, fuck me. Only Murders in the Building on Disney+. Plus, Which is a very cute show. Um, it's produced by uh, Selena Gomez and... Ooh. Um, what's the guy from the Pink Panther? The funny old guy, <laughs> Stephen, Steve something. Steve. I think I know who you're talking yeah. about. Yeah, says hamburger. Okay, <laughs> in the Pink Panther. <laughs> um, produced by them and the other third main character guy. Very good, very funny. Um, but also like a good who done it. Um, which is fun. I don't think there are many like. I was saying this with Sam. I don't think there are many comedy shows that exist that aren't just comedy. Mm. But this is like we've laughed like out loud, but also like it's not only it's not like joke, 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 joke. If that's what you know what I mean. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, it's not like a sitcom. Mm. It's like a good show that's funny. All right. Well, that's duly noted because I've been wanting a new TV show to yeah. watch. So. Would recommend and. If you've seen the first two seasons, there's also um, the season three is out now, but they, I think they're dropping two episodes at a time. So <sighs> I think the first two just came out um, this week. So really don't love the whole delayed gratification <laughs> thing. Yeah, it is a bit difficult. But um, yeah, that's my recommendation. Amazing. Mm-hmm. Wow. Mm-hmm. And we will put links to those in our uh, stories. Yes, and our show notes. And our show notes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Stories and show notes. Yes. yes. Cool. Well, thank you for listening. Yeah, it's good to be back. It is really good to be back. It's very therapeutic. It I've is. forgotten how therapeutic it yeah. is. Yeah, and I hope that this works out and sounds good. We are, funny story, only have one mic at the moment because we thought we bought two, but we didn't. Um, and by we, I mean me. But anyway, um, 
we were trialing one and sitting very cosily together on our floor, yes. which, you know, we'll post a photo of or something. But um, hopefully it sounds good. And if it doesn't, bear with us um, while we just make it better. Yeah. As we learn exactly. to do this at home. It's an uphill, yeah. uphill battle. Yeah. Yeah. But um, thank you. Thank you so much. And you can find us and send your advice, just like Lola did, um, <laughs> to us via social media or email, um, all in the show notes, but just at 20s and where to find them. Yeah. But the, the two and a zero. Two and a zero, the, the numbers. Yeah. Thank you. Goodbye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>